What up, everyone? It has been um, a, a minute since I've jumped on the podcast. We've been letting the rest of the team uh, take the lead, hosting, having gr- great guests on. But now that we're in a new year, it is it is time for our reoccurring yearly podcast where myself and my co-founder of Soul Savvy, Justin, we jump on, we talk about what we think is coming next, what kind of just happened obviously leads into what we expect for 2023 and just uh, give our predictions on on trends and changes in the industry Justin, how you doing, man? Good, brother. It's good to be back on with you again. Yes, sir. Um, it has been a very interesting past 12 months um, in sneakers. I think we saw early 2022 was kind of a continuation of 21. Um, and then the second half of this year, like really cooled off. Um, I saw a report from Business of Fashion. Um, I, I read through the report. They ran a, a, a chart on Instagram that was very, it was juicy because it made it look like sneakers was just like crashing so hard. Um, but what we saw in 2020 and 2021 was a complete anomaly. Um, supply chain, um, stimulus checks, just the rise, like this feverish pitch of sneaker sales. And I think that set a really unhealthy and um, unrealistic expectation to, for what sneakers could be like going forward. And we're now seeing the, maybe not ramifications, but um, the aftermath of, of that, of that change. I think we also saw the um, Zaday kicks fiasco where a lot of people, um, you know, held the bag, so to say. Um, I think that, you know, caused a lot of people to lose faith in uh, that whole pre-order thing. And obviously I think a lot of, shops um on the other side of the spectrum of us which is the resellers um had a tough time recovering from you know high allocation of dollars and putting their money and faith into a guy who essentially wasn't coming through for the inventory they needed for their stores right and i remember you know last year when this was happening you'd see people with nothing on their shelves i i would love to see the stat um to go with my statement here that I bet you a ton of shops have shut down since then. Right. Yeah. I mean, that was one giant Ponzi scheme basically. Yeah. Um, uh, I, th- I think that really started to trigger the, the cool down effect that we, that we saw in, in sneakers. And um, w- w- I almost forgot that even happened. Cause that, that whole situation, that whole business entity, I had been like completely ignoring for the longest time. Cause I thought it was a giant scam. Um obviously crumbled and that and that started the the kind of the downtrend in in the sneaker market and i say downtrend from the perspective of what is the value of a sneaker on the secondary marketplace all that stuff has cooled off drastically the sales of sneakers is still very strong strong um 2022 finished above 2021 uh obviously 2020 was 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 down year it finished above 2019 2018 the the trend in sneakers is going to continue being positive people are going to keep buying shoes they're just going to be allocating their money in different places which i'm so thankful for because man we saw the craziest things reselling that made me the biggest example was for something that downtrended was the air jordan 2 unions which you and i both love and obviously the high retail cost um might have played an effect on this but that thing's retail actually below retail right now which is amazing to see so i think to your point you're going to see a lot of transactions but that actual dollar amount on average of transaction mm-hmm. is going to be way less of a premium paid than it was in previous years 
because things have come down to earth, right? Everything's come down to earth in the, in the market right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's totally normal for a shoe to be a little bit below retail or 10% below retail or whatever it might be for, for a hype collab. It's fine. It doesn't mean it sucks, but we definitely got conditioned to think um, things had to have like, you know, a 30, 40% premium to, to matter, right? It doesn't take away the quality from the Amamani Jordan 2 or the Union Jordan 2s or any collab that's that's struggling. Like That's all just BS to me. So I'm stoked. This is going to be fun. Same, bro. Same. It's a lot of fun. It's brought more balance to the industry. Um, I think the people that were in it for the wrong reasons have decided to to dip out because those unicorn, you know, three launches a year that they wanted to get that go 40%, they know they're not going to get it. And these, you know, $10, $15 flips are done. Thank God they're below retail now. So the market's what it's supposed to be again. Like this is the this Very is the, the buy, this is the true fanatic market now. This is this is where we would have been if if the if the chaos hadn't ensued um, because yes. of the lockdown and the pan- pandemic, right? So we're just back to normal. It's just an a, adjustment period, and really the biggest winner of all of this, hands down, in twenty twenty three, is going to be the consumer. Um, we got absolutely shafted um, over the last couple of years. You know, sneaker the quality of sneakers production, storytelling, everything has never been better. But our experience was so bad. The past three years that I, I again, I'm excited for that to to flip the other way and and be about us. And what that's going to mean is um, brands are going to struggle, boutiques are going to struggle, um, variety of different stores, big and small, are going to see margins shift, et cetera, et cetera. But hey, they enjoyed the good days where it was 100% sell through, 100% margin, didn't have to deal with anything, could charge up the yin yang on shipping, um, and shipping rates are going up across the board right now. So I'll be curious to see what they do in, in 2023 because people don't want to pay for shipping. Um, but let's start there. Um, a lot of brands made decisions for inventory forecasting and boutiques did as well based off what they ordered and, and their, their purchase orders, et cetera, um, at a time when everything was rosy. And obviously economy and just general um, buying habits aside, that's not the case. Um, so they're going to struggle. And let's let's start there. Um, what are your thoughts, whether it's Nike or Boutique? What are we going to see from them in 2023? So like you said, uh, 2022 was a um, side effect of a bull run the year prior. So what would happen is in 2021, they'd book 2022 like, hey, we're going to be up another 30% again because 2021 was such a bull run, right? Mm-hmm. That's not the case. So what we're seeing now is excessive inventory that people um, have in their back rooms going into 2023, which in theory, you want to clear all that inventory out before Gen 1, right? That's not the case. That that inventory is going to stick with them for a very long time. Discounts or, are going to get deeper and deeper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or it's just showing up is what I was going to say. Like it, like the stuff they wouldn't want to clear out by January 1st is showing up on January 2nd. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's an unfortunate circumstance, especially for the smaller stores with not a lot of storage, no offsite storage they're going to run into massive, massive problems of over access. And, you know, you can't necessarily say, Hey, Nike, stop shipping me because you need that relationship to stay strong and that, Hey, we're performing well with Nike product. It it might be some of the other brands they start cutting and hopefully, you know, they can still do that because if they're bringing that stuff in, that's payables that are going to add up. That's net terms that are going to be tough to meet. And it could end up in, you know, us seeing some stores close down, unfortunately, because I've seen this before yeah. um, in 2008, right? So 
be smart, I would say, like as, as a ex uh, retail buyer, cancel as much as you can with the stuff you don't need. Just be strategic, right? Yeah, yeah, and and that's where it's going to lead to the pros for consumers, and we we saw hints of that in in Q four, which is like those uh, Air Max One crap. Um, <clears throat> I couldn't believe those were still selling for retail, and a little bit below, but there were stores so desperate to move through inventory. I got my pair forty five percent off. There you go. Uh, and 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 we're gonna see we're gonna see stores big and small try to quietly just move through product as fast as they can because they got way too much coming. And that's the benefit for the consumer is just like that shoe that that Air Max One probably no not probably would have definitely been reselling in twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one because the supply chain and just the fever fever pitch of the industry and here it is like people are like man i'd love to get rid of it for retail and get my money back which is why i'm so excited to launch collect to the public quick yes. plug retailer, yeah, retailer less pricing um you can buy sell and trade back to the podcast um <laughs> i i just think this again this all favors like do you love sneakers do you love cool shoes um whether they're hype or good storytelling or good materials like it's just going to put it in a in a range where Again, back to spend, the industry is going to grow from a dollar perspective. Um, it's just going to change the average order value if you include the secondary market. And even from like a high heat perspective, Travis Scott just dropped a Jordan 1 low that's like going for like five, 600 bucks, 700 bucks, depending on the size. Um, arguably, probably the worst one of the set, depending on who you ask. But the stock was lower than than other pairs. And, and um, it, it was more much more limited. And it's it's really like down half in price, right? So again, just a great place to be because the middle ground or the like the pricing tiers in sneakers where everything was like selling out or above retail and it was all very like congested in that in that range of like sold out or 30% above retail. And now it's just like widening the gap. Like there's so much opportunity to buy dope shit for 50% off. Like you can get a great sneaker collection going right now for under retail and and you're gonna be smiling yeah That's dude like the, the the glory days of sneakers is very much on the comeback where you could walk in you can have a friend at the store you know he, he's not afraid to hold it for you because there's nobody else coming in to buy it like those relationships are kind of back on again which for a lot of ogs who we've talked to over the years who we brought onto the platform who come in angry yeah. it's because those days were done right and now it's their time again like it's normal again that that 2020 run uh, to 2021 is is essentially it's done for now and hopefully it just remains balanced uh for the remaining years here of the sneaker run oh man people can't see me smiling right now but i'm smiling i'm <laughs> i'm just i'm just so jacked up on normalcy and like look we're going to get the ama money jordan 4s the travis scotts the hype off whites we're going to get those things and it's going to make people frustrated and bots and all this crap. But like, it is such a good time to be interested in sneakers. Cause again, the quality and the pricing um, it's, it's never been more favorable for the consumer. Um, and I think it's just going to get better for, for the next couple of years. And it's going to be a valuable learning lesson for the industry players um, involved in all this stuff. Right. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's gonna be a great place. It's a great place to be. I, I no, hundred percent. And and to to what Nike and the other big brands are doing, they know less is more, right? Um, 
And so we'll see probably lower allocations on the styles we don't really want. And then hopefully higher allocations on the stuff we really want, like the Jordan threes uh, coming out for February. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, a that, there's one part of this is going to be challenging for consumers. It's managing, um, understanding that supply. The fact that, you know, this shoe could still sell out because the inventory is so low, but there'd be no demand that it still doesn't resell. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause I'm, I'm seeing too many people still entering raffles for shoes. They, they shouldn't enter for, and I'm and seeing people, with three pairs. Yeah. And I'm seeing people question us when we say something is a, is a sellout. Cause we, for members, we do a weekly release list and we break it down into three tiers, which is like, it's not going to sell out. Um, it's got demand, but we're, you know, it's somewhere in the middle. It'll probably sell through well enough, but you know, if you really want to buy it and then like the thing's going to sell out, just buy it if you want it. And, and people are, are, are confused by that the jordan to chicago was one of them and, and you know the conversation i saw with stores was like no one had pairs <laughs> like 48 pairs like barely anything um it was very tightly allocated um i think stores were, were a little scared to book too many chicago jordan twos um and a lot of it went to sneakers and sneakers can will gobble up anything from a release standpoint um but people gotta be careful uh stores are using raffle entries as a way to get people to pay in advance because they don't know any better. So PSA, um, don't enter a bunch of raffles unless it's a no brainer sellout, which um, you either have to figure out yourself or be a soul savvy member. Cause that's what we do on, on the regular. Um, but yeah, moving on from there, I think one of the things I'm really excited about is I, we're finally going to see uh, new collaborators and new product innovation this year because the supply chain issues and and you know production issues and lockdowns made it difficult to create new product and innovate with new products that we're finally going to start seeing that probably towards the later part of this year. Um, but it's time to move away from like there's a roster of collaborators that Nike and Jordan have been using like over yeah. and over again. Did we need five or six clot Sakai waffles? No. probably not um did i like a lot of them yes, yes. <laughs> but but it, it is time to move away from the clock colorways um you know the the amamanye colorways um the things that are just kind of repeating in style on different models and that's no shots at any of the brands working on it i think you know if the, they are going to continue being collaborators with with different brands let, let's let's try something new um but i also do think that um, Nike and Jordan are due for some new fresh um, creator or brand to collaborate with this year. And I think we're going to finally see that probably in Q3 um, and more risk, more risk will be taken, which is again, a great place for, for sneakers to be. Yeah. And I remember we were, we were chatting with um, someone and, and they were saying, you know, Hey, I've got an opportunity with Nike, but it's not for three years. And I couldn't believe that. And I'm yeah. like, why is that? And I'm like, well, they're just there's no relationship yet. They have to get to know us, yada yada yada. But I think with you know, to your point with the Sakai and the clot, it's like they know each other so well, they can just kind of toss something into the well, into it, the idea pool, and it and it gets going in a couple of weeks or a couple of months at least, right? Are you, I mean, still, it might take a, a year or two, but like all these brands that that the brands have been collaborating with, whether it's New Balance or 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 Jordan or Asics or Nike. They're all brands they 
previously collaborated with, right? Pada has a history. Para has a history. Sakai has a history, right? Like there's always been a history union that it was easy to say, hey guys, it's been a decade. We're doing collabs big time now. Like, let's do this again, right? But who's who's the new face of this? Um, and I've, I've been saying this for a while, like we're overdue. And I think we're definitely going to finally see that this year. And I'm excited to see who that is. Um, cause I'm hearing, I'm hearing the rumblings that there's something coming. I just don't know what, so let's, let's let it play out this year and see what happens. And, um, I think we're going to see some weird things. Um, we're way, not weird things, but we're way overdue for the next vapor max. We're way overdue or even yeah. the next react. Like it has been quiet from like an innovation standpoint and, um, yeah. new product. And I, I remember the Air max launch. I was like, holy shit, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And then it fizzled out after like a year, but still it was dope. My, uh, my theory on that, and I was kind of talking to someone um, off the record, but they were saying there's a lot of um, personnel ish, not issues, but I guess, you know, different people going into different departments and, and kind of starting, starting fresh and that's slowing down innovation in the product pipeline right now mm. uh, on campus. So I could see that, like just people yep. who are from a totally new coming into running or coming into sportswear for the first time, or even Jordan Brand for the first time. Like it's it's you gotta get your feet wet a little bit. And I think that's kind of slowed down the pipeline for a lot of products. That's fair. Yeah. Um so ho- hopefully, you know, this gets sorted soon because to your point, like I would love to, to see a new React or a new foam or something like that, right? Yeah, no, I mean look, it's a it's a very great point because I forgot there was a lot of turnover at Nike Inc in 2020 and 2021 like a lot of people left and joined another brand or did their own thing or were just ready to move on um that it left holes that people had to step up new people are stepping up and it takes time to warm up and you know um get their ideas and and thoughts into the into the the pipeline with nike so again all that stuff is overdue and we're going to see that start happening um but while we're waiting for some of that new innovation and collaborators i think you know, most collectors, you can say the average collector is a heavy um, Nike Jordan consumer. And we have seen the playbook um, for for that over and over and over and over again, that it, it is a little um, it's a little boring. Right. Um the colorways, you know, the 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 pattern's the same, right? Which is why I think we're seeing the success of other brands, and why I think they'll continue to succeed, whether that's on um, or, or Solomon or Asics or New Balance, whatever it might be, because um, they're bringing something fresh to the table, right? They can experiment okay. with other colorways, other models, things we haven't seen, and like I, I you know, I personally um, am seeing that uh, across the board. But like, I just bought an Asics collab with APC ordered it out of Italy because it was the cheapest price I could find in my size. And like, I'm jacked up to see it. Cause I'm like, you know what? I have nothing like this in my collection and it's going to be a great addition to obviously a crazy person who has 500 pairs of shoes. Um, but that diversity it is what we don't really see with um, Nike Inc right now that we're going to see from other brands. And I think that's why they're, they're starting to succeed more than ever. I agree, man. Like I've always said, like if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But Nike has this like obsession with just innovating and changing the style. I'm like, why you got to change the Pegasus every year? You know, it doesn't need yeah. to be changed every year. And I think, I think New Balance and Hoka and On, like 
they've realized that like this is a staple it can just stay and yeah we'll make some new colors and yeah we'll we'll collab with ronnie and see how it does yeah but nike's just like you know spending all this money on r&d and it's like how much better can you make the pegasus like how much better can you make the metcon like spend money elsewhere yeah i mean look man i i think totally fair and i think you know the one that really stands out to me is uh the the jordan delta that first model was very very good yeah and it just never got the time to like cement itself and and get a following and the next thing i know there's a jordan delta 2 and it sucks exactly and and it was just like man can we just give it some time to like like yeah again it's it's really interesting we're gonna see what the formula looks like at nike um a lot of changeover obviously new ceo they're printing money they're selling through they're like the business is good but at some point that will have an impact and i'm curious to see are they working on that now and, and ready for that that shift or is it going to catch them by surprise and it's going to be like a fever pitch to 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 get something new out the door or or change the strategy yeah like usually for the summer olympics they always come up with something new and super innovative and i don't recall them having anything that caught on or anything that was even worth talking about and for me that's like i remember flying it came out for the summer games back yeah. in the early 2000s and man that was honestly like that's a running shoe and people were so excited like that really set a trend for sneakers you know how happy i would be if flying it flying it came back like just give me some good flying it shoes well they do they did that flying it air max like what are you doing and it's 210 bucks like what the heck man yeah look didn't just, ask retro, for that. Man, just retro the flying it trainer and a flying it racer for like one and a half years and just 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 bring it back, please. If anyone's listening, and, bring it back. Exactly. And just give it its time. Like people will buy it. Your average consumer will buy it based off of aesthetic alone, right? Yeah. No, 100%. It's a great looking shoe. Like stop trying to give me the Air Max racer fly knit. Like no one asked no. for that ever. Dude, it is so expensive, man. Yeah, no one asked for that. Um, the one brand we have not talked about at all or even mentioned by name is Adidas. I really don't, I have zero hope in 2023 that they figure something out that will capture the the zeitgeist of like the sneaker fanatic, sneaker head, the sneaker industry. Like they're going to make money and they're going to drop shoes and they'll do this like um, supply 350 easy knockoff stuff and it'll sell. But like, I just don't know how they're going to get excitement again. Like things are going to pop up here and there, but like there's so much work to overcome that. Like, I guess my, my prediction would be we're going to see barely anything from Adidas in 23 because they just got absolutely caught off guard um, in late 2022. And and it's going to take them some time to pivot from that. It's tough, man. Like you look at the numbers and Adidas is not strong in North America. Like it's a very European based brand with soccer roots. Right. Yeah. And they had some shine here, obviously, in the, in the early days of, of Boost, and then obviously with with the Yeezy line following that once they signed them. But man, it is an uphill climb for them. They're in mm-hmm. a huge, huge pickle with with the money that was brought in from from the Yeezy shoes. I think it was like four hundred million dollars or something in sales yeah. that they'll lose right away. And it's like, man, the only way you can get pick that up is just by blowing stuff out of an outlet store and hoping for the best. And yeah. hoping your margin is not bad. I mean, look, they have Fear of God Athletics coming at some point, hopefully for All-Star Weekend, because it has been way too long since we saw That's something. too long. 
kind of that's too long it's like the interest is like completely died down bro Uh, it's done yeah and so we'll see what they bring to the table and at what price point and does it come off just looking like a essentials knockoff or a fear guard knockoff i'm I'm very i'm very curious like that's like one thing i'm interested in seeing because it's been way too long but again tbd so but bro like even with essentials like i was at nordstrom's yesterday it's all 30 percent off and this is stuff that would have flown in in 2021 even last year yeah i mean i think that's a a a danger any brand um kind of has to play with finding that balance of like getting in front of more people in different stores and balancing inventory while growing the business. And I think, um, you know, we saw that with, with, with Amelie Andor where there was a point yeah. where, where they were like in every boutique and every store. And it was just, it was all going on sale and they completely pulled it all back. And now they're the only retailer of their stuff again. And it was the right move for them. I'm not saying 100%. that's the right move. I'm not saying that's the right move for for fear of God or essentials, but um, yeah, at some point you just can't keep you can't you can't keep selling out when you keep increasing inventory. You're just gonna hit hit a max, and um, yeah. I mean, we're gonna see some stores, even even sneaker brands, um, juggle that. Which is like, I always thought it was interesting. We got four pad of Air Maxes, or was it five? Five pad Air Maxes. Um, I yeah, five pad Air Maxes, Air Maxes, and um, you know, six waffles and. You know, we're getting multiples of, of collaborations because um, it, it was a smart thing to do to split up the inventory across different colorways. Um, but I yeah, think yeah. that's a little excessive at this point going forward. So hopefully they, they pivoted. Um, I want to touch on one thing real quick because it drives me nuts and I have to always bite my tongue. Um, there is so much BS, garbage, news, quote unquote, facts and quote unquote, knowledge dropped on sneaker social media. That's just so wrong. Like it's, it's comically wrong. And like, we're not in the business of like being like, no, you're wrong because like, what's the point? What's the point in that? And like, again, we have, we have sources and and we keep that private and we leverage that for, for members and to help us make the best business decisions. But man, it is out of control. These photoshops, these stock numbers, these rumors, like it's just, people are feeding into all of this nonsense. And um, I kind of hope that's the next thing to stop because it's so bad. Yeah. Yeah, no, it, 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 promotes a lot of false hope for a lot of people too right and then the aftermath is extreme frustration and and kind of k- kicking rocks at the brand afterwards because you didn't get what you wanted because joe joe schmo said there's two million units right i'm like no yeah. nobody knows those numbers and, and that's why that's why we just didn't say anything for the lost and found ones um and i never do this but the the chatter on sneaker social was hey this is the most stocked Air Jordan one ever. True. There's a million units. Not true. There's so many pairs everywhere. 500,000, all this crazy shit. It might brick. It's yada, yada, yada. Man, that was just so, such a bad narrative that, again, we didn't we didn't fight it, but we leveraged that internally with members. And and honestly, I never, I never give this feed, feedback, which is just like, when I saw the prices of Lost and Found Ones before release, I was like, if you really want a pair, if you can get a pair for three thirty right now or three fifty right now, you should hundred percent buy it because in the next, the right on release day, it's going to spike, and then it's going to keep going up. And where are we at right now? I think every pair is like five hundred bucks. Over five hundred bucks. So that yeah. was great advice, by the way. I forgot well, to give you that kudos. Well, I mean, the same thing with, with the Kobe Grinches. Is last time I did that was two years ago when I said just just fucking buy it on secondary. Who cares? Um, 
but but that type of that happens so much on on a smaller scale but that was such a big scale one that I, I had to step in and just be like this narrative is wrong um it is the most stock jordan one but the stock they're talking about includes kids pairs and gs pairs and everything and that's worldwide um what i'm seeing with stores is yes they got more than normal but they're all freaking out about how to handle um the release and how to sell it out properly and how to manage it right like it was just so obvious it wasn't going to be simple or easy or not frustrating. And, and people were talking about like, ah, here goes Nike going to brick, going to break a brick of Chicago. Um, like the fact that I even read that statement somewhere, whether <laughs> in Instagram comment or or whatever it might be, was just crazy to me. So yeah, I think, look, even these colorways, I saw the union Jordan one mock-ups that are floating around, <laughs> not even hilarious. close. Hilarious. Hilarious. Yeah. Not even close, like at all. Um, to what we're actually going to see um, released this year. And it's just, yeah, it's it's got to stop. Please just stop. But again, people like it and feed into it, but it's wrong. Just know it's wrong. Like 98% of the things you see on on all these accounts saying, whether it's stock or mock-ups or all these things, it's just, it's, it's just wrong. Um, there's my end, end rant, end rant. Um, do you have anything to we contribute should, to that rant? I was just gonna say we should like start doing uh what you thought you were getting and what you actually got article at the end of every year. Yes, <laughs> oh that would be that would be funny. Um, you, you got to ping the the content team so we yeah, first post up before this podcast goes up. Um, okay, let's talk a little bit about what people are going to see in 2023 from a sneakers perspective. Um. From my point of view, I've heard from a lot of stores, a lot of buyers, um, heavy on like retro, retro styles that we didn't see before. Airships, Terminators, Jordan 2s. Um, I think that's a problem. I think there's only so many of those three models that Jordan brand can successfully sell through this year. Um, that I think my guidance is is gonna be just wait. Just, yeah. just just wait. Even if it sells out at retail, I think you'll probably be able to get it below retail when other people look to sell it eight months down the line when they realize, oh my God, there's nine colorways of the airship and yeah. so many Terminators and even more Jordan 2s that um, if you don't love it, sit it out and wait. But if you love something, just buy the damn thing, enjoy it, wear it. But again, if you're just buying a Jordan 2 to buy it because you think it's going to sell out, highly don't recommend it. So that's that's one thing I've been personally seeing on my end from, from speaking with stores and they were not super excited about that at all from their perspectives what about you yeah no i think um from a sales perspective i think everything that sits for more than a week is bound to go on some sort of discount uh, at the end of the season oh 100 100 um what what models are you seeing on your end that are going to get some a lot of energy or steam this year well i mean there's going to keep riding out the panda dunk well um yeah. Every season, everyone's getting allocation. Um, the Air Force One White and the Air Force One Black have obviously just kept booming. The All Black has actually boomed more than years in the years past. So um, those are still on trend. I think a lot of the younger gen sees those as their staple Able. shoe, yeah. like a you know, like there are Chuck Taylors. I guess um, would be the comparison where it's just beat them up, buy them, beat them up, buy them. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think the Panda Dunks going to go anywhere. I think college colorways and and Dunk Lows will continue. I think Dunk High is is going to be a brick. Free, yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be. It's, it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be on sale from from this year 
uh, sorry, from 2022 stuff, but it's also just going to be kind of cut back significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we won't see as many. Yeah. And so, so, so to touch on that Panda Dunk, just to be clear, because I we've been just beating this drum for, I think, two years now, which is just like the Panda Dunk is a GR. The Panda Dunk is the next Air Force One. And now it is that. The Panda Dunk is going to restock every single quarter until that shoe is on everyone's foot and no one wants them anymore. And then it'll get retired. It is yep. going to keep dropping in price forever until it's below retail. And even then, Nike's still going to keep making them as long as they keep selling through. So for the love of everything um, that is right in sneakers, do not buy Panda Dunks for resale. I've been trying to say this forever and I no one's listening to me, which is fair. People might just want to buy them and wear them anyways. Um, but yeah, the Panda Dunk's going to come back and come back and come back and come back. And Justin, you said to me before we started recording, the next restock is right now. It's going to be coming yeah. in the next weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And which, I think I think outlets are going to get a lot of action um, compared to last year. I think with supply chain and shipping, they're actually going to get some pretty good inventory coming their yeah. way. Yeah, that's a great 23 prediction. The outlet is coming back. The clearance store is coming back. Um, the Nike company store was the worst place to go shopping for the longest yeah. time. And it's definitely yeah. back. Um, we're going to see stuff just get pulled from sneakers for, for because of image and brand protection with collaborations or it might be or, or sell through. And it's going to get put in clearance stores and we're going to see that happening again. And again, great place to be a consumer. If, if you live near one of those stores um, and we're going to continue to see restocks show up randomly um, for things that were quote unquote sold out. Um, also uh, going to be a big year for the Air Max one. What are you seeing for, for the M1 style? Yeah, it looks like um, post Air Max Day, there's going to be a reintroduction of the style in some pretty strong colorways. Nice. Uh, we just saw that that animal print colorway um, mm. yep. kind of get leaked the other day. So I think, you know, some cool stuff, uh, stuff that will really pop on shoe walls is going to start coming out to a lot of neighborhood stores, which I think is great. I, I love the Air Max one. It's a staple for me. Yep. Uh, but we won't see a whole lot of Air Max 90. Um mm they're really going to focus on the one this year yeah so big big air max one year coming out as well um again i'm excited for that they went pretty hard on the 90 for a little bit here since the anniversary i forget what anniversary year it was but i think it's definitely time to pull that pull that one back a little bit um let's put the air max one back um in the forefront we're gonna get a new air max one silhouette or sorry not air max one we're gonna get a new air max silhouette that you are not feeling i believe (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, it looks kind of like a, a dissected Air Max 270 um, with like a mesh upper. It's just not what we asked for. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anyone's going to be super stoked on it, but um, A for effort, I guess. I just don't know why they keep doing this. Like, just bring back the 270. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The two, yeah, 100%. And it's like, bring back some more spirit on i'd love to see some some spirit ons i'd love to see some 180s yeah. i would love to see some 180s i'm right yeah. there with you yeah, just, i did not appreciate that style enough it just 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 you have st- such a rich history of sneakers and we're getting just beat over the head with like specific styles and then for the other stuff that's like good and people would buy again we're, we're now going to make new versions of it and re- like it's just just stick to the roots y'all 
you know, Nike, we, we, we have a consulting service um, here at SoulSaf. <laughs> if you want to talk, please, please, please. Want to talk um, <laughs> my email is, is, is available at all times. Um, okay. Um, to keep to keep keep the show moving and wrap up here um to summarize we think 2023 is going to be an amazing time for sneakers um for the sneaker industry uh, there's gonna be some you know some challenging times as we adjust and shift but overall a great place to be for consumers we're coming back to normalcy overall i'm, I'm very excited and, and i think the thing that's been most exciting for me is um, i'm seeing stores care again um, and stores always cared, but it's like truly cared, like going above and beyond because when stuff's always selling out and you don't have to work that hard, you just don't do it. Right. Um, but now that they need to put the energy into it, like stores care, they're talking about it. They're coming to us and saying like, Hey, what can we do for this? How can we support that? How can we work together? And again, stuff was flying off the shelves for two years that none of that stuff mattered, but now it does. Consumers matter. You matter. We matter. And, um, they have to they have to treat us right and um it's a great place to be if if you love shoes that's it a is. great place to be whether you bought it for 50% off because whatever or you got it for retail or is that one thing you missed out and you're like i got to pay resale for it um it it is what it is that's where the market is but it's in a much better place than it has ever been and i am super thankful for that 100% agree with you dude well said let's get it so yeah 2023 um yeah, going to be a great year. Um, we'll revisit again as we normally do uh, every year and see you. You nailed a, a couple of your predictions um, from last time around with with the Nike Dunk, specifically the Dunk High, um, basically um, not selling out and starting to sh- sh- sit on shelves and, and going on sale and a lot of variety of things. So again, super excited. Thank you everyone for listening, and uh, we'll be back with more as things develop in the sneaker industry throughout this year. Thanks, y'all. Thank you.